Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Welcome to a new episode of Marissa Explains It All. I do believe it's episode 93 because I was just looking at a piece of paper yesterday that said it. And we are sitting in a Friday's. I kind of don't know what to do. I'm looking at the camera. I never look at the camera. I'm right here. Maybe I'm looking at you. I mean, it's whatever. I'm still working on, like, eye contact with people. You're not being very natural right now. I'm not. It feels so Is there, like, what's the interrogation lamp? All right, fine. It threw me off. You want to try that again? No, I don't. We're going to go. We're going to roll like this. This is natural. This is me. No. <laughs> I'm going to pretend the camera's not there and I'm just going to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best bet, actually. That's okay. Probably what anybody who's ever been in front of a camera is going to offer you as advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend the camera's not there. Like, no, I'm shit. I can't. It's like right in front of me. Anyway. I'm um, also right in front of you. Talk to a person. You're actually to the side of me. All right. Well, so. now there's that. I wanted to say that I chose Fridays because in LA, we have about two that I've seen. One's all the way up in like Woodland Hills, and then the other one is all the way down in Compton. And I'm very basic. Fridays and Applebee's top my list, and so I don't really get to enjoy. Have you been to either of them? Oh yeah. Okay. I've gone to the one in Compton, A, because I figured I would meet some fine ass men there. I was gonna figure that Compton is probably your one. You haven't been to the one in Woodland Hills. No, I have not. It's probably weird for you to get around white people. Like, yeah. Just, like... And then like, even today, I just came from like my family's, um, they call it Nork's Giving because my mom's maiden name is Nork. Okay. Not like the city, N O R K, like Dork like with an N. Giving? Yeah. That'll be pronounced differently. Well, Newark, but no one says that. Yeah, you said Nork. Yeah, but it's. I also say the city as Nork. Oh, okay. I, only, I think everyone in New Jersey. How says do you it. say New York? Do New you York. Also say, oh, you don't call New York New York? <laughs> yeah, but like no one calls Newark Newark. I, I just, I call it Newark. But you're not from here. Like natives. Are you from Newark? I'm from New Jersey, like New Jersey people. Are you from Newark, New Jersey? <laughs> My mom is. I thought she was from Newark. No, her last name was Newark. And she's, she's from, from Newark. Newark and Newark. I feel like you just grew up way too close to those two words, so it's easy to get them confused. No, I'm telling you, if you ask any person in New Jersey, it's Say Newark. bagel. Bagel. Your story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you're from Delaware, right? I'm from Far Rockaway. My family lives in Delaware. Oh. Far Rockaway. All day. I was going to say, back to Newark. Well, there is a Newark, Delaware, and they probably pronounce it. Exactly. See? So if they have a different pronunciation, why can't we? I wasn't talking about Newark. I was talking about Newark. And I'm talking about Newark and Newark. Valid. Okay. Okay. So we had Newark's giving. And I actually didn't want to leave today because um, it was actually fun and we never have fun at my mom's side of the family because everyone just kind of sits around awkwardly and talks. And then my step, but today my stepsister brought her new lesbian girlfriend. Oh. So that was fun watching my stepfather squirm and not real, figure out how to like introduce them to the room. Right. And he got so flustered that he made my mom do it. And then my mom was like, no, why? And then he got more flustered and then he tried to do it and forgot everyone's name in the room. That's true. <laughs> Family's names? Yes, all our names that he's known. Is she like an exciting look? look? Like what's her, what's their the, style? The lesbian look? Yeah, no, they look, um, oh, what kind of like bland white women do they look like? Oh. Uh, like Ellen DeGeneres and Anne Heche? Holy shit, that's literally what I was gonna say! But I was gonna say like two Anne Heches because they both have long hair, but they're both like- Anne Heche had short hair at point. Well, when she had long hair though. Okay. And like, yeah, she did cut it off one time, right? But before she did that, and she was still like pretty-ish, but they're not pretty. But they have like really bland faces and they don't wear makeup and they have like tattoos on their arms and stuff, the both of them. They kind of look like the same person twice. Huh. Yeah, so. That was that. Then my brother brought his girlfriend, and my brother has forever been a disaster. So for him to like bring a girlfriend was pretty lit. And she's actually a normal human being, and she's Puerto Rican, which is great because he's finally like getting back in touch with that side of us. Exactly. She is in school to be a doctor, so she's getting her PhD. Yeah, and she is a professional wrestler. 
a professional wrestler. But like for for like the Olympics or something. She's an Olympic wrestler. <laughs> yeah, something like ridiculous. Yeah. She's, which like what's the? I was saying javelin for like two weeks That's to people, but <laughs> then it was not. So then my. <laughs> she actually plays in the WNBA. Like, no, those are very but then my my aunt Bonnie, who javelin. is my. Uncle Phil, my blood uncle's new wife. She, I didn't accept her for a long time because. And now she's Aunt Bonnie. Yeah, but now she's cool. Now I'm accepting her. What did she do to get cool with you? Like, did she have to do some gang shit? Like she. No, but you she. Just to see a killer nigga before you finally like, all right, you're good. I can just tell that she like really fucks with us okay. and like want it to be accepted so badly. The whole marrying your uncle thing is probably a good. Like, does that that story doesn't check out? <laughs> but he was married to someone else, and I just couldn't accept that. Like, that was my that was my aunt Carol. Gotcha. And gotcha. then like. So, yeah. It was like a sketchy situation, okay. oh, some cheating allegedly. Also, but he fucked up. Yeah, exactly. That's so I, I had to fault. come to terms with that too. It wasn't her fault. She probably had no idea what was going on. And um, so then she started like, she's the type, she's like, she looks up um, our entire family lineage and like does this whole family tree and she's been working on it for years and has contacted people on Facebook to like, make sure that they're really related to us. So she like really cares and like does fun stuff. So oh, she's a stalker. Yes. That's what's up. But today, she had a new game for all of us and it was a box and each one had like, um, it was like 10 different phrases in it or rhymes or whatever. And we were supposed to guess which family member it was about. And that was really cute. Okay. And it was a little game and at the end, whoever won got a box, but it turned out it was like a trick because in the box was a gift for all of us. And then she made us all special ornaments each and that was really cute That's too. Very cool. Yeah. So oh. no one in my podcast will probably care. Yeah, no, she's in, 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 yeah. But in mine said, um, she has her own podcast and calls LA home, but does she know we're talking about her or is her face buried in her phone? That was my right. And that was about your Me. brother. <laughs> yes. No, Mark said something about J Japan and anime, because my brother's a dork. He met a girl, so sexy's having it. And she's uh, either a wrestler or throws a jab. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's really having sex? I, like, what's what's her what's like her body type? What's she's it? pretty, and like skinny. She's a skinny wrestler. Yeah, she's not built like a linebacker or anything. Huh. And she wears eyeliner and has bangs. Oh, she's tearing it up. She's throwing it on your brother. No. Oh. That's what's up. I'm him for beating up the. Yeah, I mean, I guess because I do like now he's like a normal human. Like before he Ooh. got with her, he was like dirty and like I felt like he but like. Now you got something to live for. You can't. I felt like he didn't shower enough and stuff. Ain't no woman trying to be with you if your dick stinks. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But he seems really happy and he kissed her like every four seconds. They were sitting next to each other with their arms around each other and shit. So. And then I personally was proud of myself while I was there because I sat next to him and like allowed our legs to touch and usually like I freak out if anyone's even like too close to me sitting. Okay. And like he had his arms on both of us. I was like okay with that. Like I was, I really think I'm like on the road to becoming a better person. Very and cool. maybe it's my three therapy sessions, but. Three total? Three total. I mean, I just started. No, and I'm I go not, every I'm other not, week. I'm not looking down on you. But I was looking forward to this episode because I just had a breakthrough the other day while I was high. Okay. And so in my last- You were high in therapy? No, I was not. Okay. So I had a breakthrough outside of therapy, but I think, oh, I have to tell you guys about my broken nail, but I'll get there. So- Your birth canal? Broken nail. Broken nail. Broken oh, okay. nail. Also my birth canal is doing well. Oh, glad to hear. Canaling. Um, so in the first two sessions, it was literally just her getting to know me, me telling like random stuff and kind of bouncing all over the place because you don't really know where to start. Like, well, I was born and then I was one. So I kind of just bounced all over. And the first session or second, she like didn't shame me when I told her like, oh, you know, I kind of want to um, stop my fly outs. And she was just like, oh, but a lot of women would like love to be in that position. And at first I was nervous about it, but in talking to like other women, especially other psychologists that, that I know that work in that field, they said it more than likely was just her way to not shame me and not make me feel like a, like guilty about it. And as we grow and talk more, she'll discourage me from doing so. But at first, she didn't want to make it seem like she just looks down on me for the fact that I'm getting fly, flown out and doing stuff like that. Right. So then I felt better about it. So then the third session, we started getting into um, self-esteem and stuff, which is like the main reason I'm going to therapy partially. Um, I mean, self-esteem is like, I guess. Is it for the, yeah, because sometimes my shit is just really? trap. But I mean, that's, I think, why my, I do what I do with men and stuff. And not that, like, I'm not in control of it, 
But I think a, in the back of my mind, it's for like temporary, just like attention from them okay. or something. I mean, that, that's also a big part of, I think people have done want to derail, but I think for people in entertainment, yeah. period, or like in public facing positions, like it is a big part of it. Like you give so much of yourself to the world on a daily basis. It's hard to think that there's a time where you're just wanted for you or there's attention that's coming to you just for you. I mean, so and that's absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, and like, like you said, because we're in entertainment and it just, it, and you, I meet people that understand it completely. Right. And so that actually kind of goes with my breakthrough. So um, in the third therapy session, we were just talking about self-esteem and, and just, you know, different times in my life. And she was like, well, who specifically though? Who was the person that made you feel like you're not good enough? And I was like, Wow, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question yet because I'm like my parents praised me. They didn't like They didn't not care like they were always present and always you know My dad bragged to anyone that would listen that I scored in the 95th percentile on my cat test or whatever the sh fuck what that shit was in like fifth grade or whatever and um, was it an actual cat test? Yes. So good at this cat <laughs> shit, man. What? My kid. She knew the jaguar from the leopard. That baby was going places. She don't go to a reputable <laughs> So, so I didn't have an answer for her, but it was. I was thinking about it a lot. So then I kind of had. Then I kind of realized what it was. And I just had it in my own brain. And me and Carol took an edible, and we were driving to my dad's house to pick up a car or some shit the other day. And what the fuck kind of adventures do you? <laughs> no, I was borrowing his car, so oh, okay. Taylor was driving us to go get it. And um, so Carol asked me, she was like, "If you could redo any year in your life, what year would you do?" And I was like, "Oh, good question. I've been thinking about it. I was like, I think it's sixth grade. I think sixth grade was the year that kind of fucked me up mentally as far as self-esteem. And the problem was." I've always been popular because I'm, I'm the funny and cool side, so I was cool with the popular kids because of that. But I've also always been smart, so I was in all the like the honors classes with like you know the nerds or whatever. Right. So I was cool with them too. So I was literally cool with everybody. And because I had the popular girlfriends, they were you know popular girls were usually prettier though. So I was still going through my awkward phase with the pimples and and I was chubby and I had braces. So all my popular girlfriends had boyfriends or crushes that were reciprocated and things like that, and I didn't have that. So I, I think that that year was kind of like the year of like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, I, I feel so awkward. Like, I don't have what they have, and I'm, but I'm still cool, and everyone likes me. Right. But these are all your friends. Yeah, not everyone likes me, but no, gotcha. no, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I think that screwed me up in that sense. And so then um, Carol shared what she would redo, and then and then she asked me, she was like. I don't actually oh. remember because uh, I think I was so caught up with my revelation and I was high. And so then your fourth session is going to be how self-centered you are. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But we know that I'm a Leo and I've always been self-centered. Um, so then Carol asked me, or I asked her, um, what year you would relive because you just enjoyed it so much. And she did not have an answer. She couldn't figure it out. And I said fourth grade, and she was like, oh cool. And I was like, you know, um, my teacher that year just like adored me and thought I was like just so creative and just really like fed into the creative side of me and let me be as creative as possible. And um, I was like, so I, I really enjoyed that year. It was a colorful year for me and just fun and lots of projects and stuff. So then Carol's like, all right. And she was so high, she had not much to say. So that was like all she said. <laughs> That's literally, she was like, word, word, cool. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> and I was actually kind of bummed because I really wanted to like talk it out. But I was high too, so I wanted to just be in my thoughts. So then I'm driving and I'm thinking, I'm like, why, why though? Like, what was so great about Mrs. Wharton in that right. that grade? So then I'm and like, been so lackluster about everything exactly. So then I was, so my train of thought, I think, is what I learned from therapy to question why, why I feel whatever, and that's kind of great. So I was like, what do I think was so great? I was like, well, she praised me, but then I'm like, but my dad praised me, my mom praised me, so I, what's wrong? Like, what's the difference? Like, that can't be it. And so I'm going through it again, and I'm like, ah, oh, she praised my creative side. My parents only praised my academic stuff. Okay. And so I think for the first time in my life, I felt understood that I'm multifaceted and I'm smart, but I'm also really creative and it's a whole different side. And she even would tell my, she told my parents at a, a teacher, parent, parent teacher conference, um, that she notices during hit. <laughs> nope, I'm just kidding. Making this all up. 
she told me, um, I mean, she told my parents that like she notices during history and like subjects like that, that I like kind of fiddle around in my desk and I get bored or whatever. That does keep your attention. And then she said though that she doesn't, she doesn't um, yell at me for it because she understands, she, I still ace the test, so she's like, I just kind of let Marissa do her own thing. I notice that she enjoys math and science, so that's where she excels and then she likes the arts. So when it's nothing to do with that, I, I let her rock out. I was very much the same way in elementary school where like the things that clicked for me, like math, science, anything creative, music, like, right. So I mean, I excelled in everything. Like, yeah. But like, there. That's were, what I cared about and enjoyed. Yeah. Right, there were the parts where I was just like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, exactly. Knock the shit out the park. Be done with it. But be well over it and not. Yeah. Quit. History was actually the first time I ever cheated on anything. I remember like writing down the answers and I had it in my desk just because like I just never I just didn't give a shit. Right. So like I right. wouldn't really retain it. But so in realizing that I'm like. You know, it's crazy because in first grade, my teacher, I was considered a bad kid and I've never been a bad kid ever, but I was always talkative and my teacher would always give me ends in self-control and literally label me as a bad kid. And, and actually one time, which I'll never forget, every week there was like a behavior chart and at the end of the week, if you did good all week, you get called up and you get like a zebra cake or some shit like that. And on a Friday, the teacher called me up and I was so honored and happy to finally like be considered a good kid, which I really was. And I remember talking to the teacher's aide on the way up and I was like, just so happy. I was like, hey, Mrs. Olsen, today's a great day. Like I was just so cheerful. And I got up to the desk and my teacher was like, oh, Marissa, you weren't supposed to be on this list. Go sit back down. And like, it just crushed me. And so I just kind of like, right. And I really wanted that fucking zebra cake too. And so I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I just think that like, I was so frustrated always ne not being completely understood as everything I am. And my mom discouraged me from acting, which I really wanted to do. And they discouraged me from gymnastics, saying I was too tall, which doesn't even feel like a fucking thing. But just, you know, all th creative stuff or whatever. Right. And exactly. And so I think that Mrs. Wharton finally like kind of saw that in me. And I think ever since then, I've always been frustrated because I feel like people don't fully understand me because there's just so many different sides of me. And so for your parents to be so achievement focused and for them to care so much about like you doing like you doing well at the things that quote unquote matter. Mm -hmm. But now for your achievements to be attached to your creativity, do they see is there like no. a correlation there? There's no parallel. No, my mom now? still wants to know when I'm getting a real job or what am I doing or even though you've lived independently, you've since I was you have a measure of fame, like there is she still doesn't understand, doesn't it doesn't wow. compute to her because I don't sit in an office and have a 401k and all type like if I don't have that like she legitimately doesn't understand and not to say she's completely not supportive like she's still there for me and right. like cares but she it she doesn't like and like even little benchmarks of things that I consider benchmarks of success right. that may not necessarily have monetary value to it but like like uh, like for like if I call her like oh I did Amber Rose's podcast like the first time I did it like instead of saying cool Marissa that's a big deal did you get paid mom it's like, like let's just start with basics like I'm excited that I you know what I mean so like little yeah I mean I did okay. but like you know what I'm saying that's not like why is it the first thing you ask me when I tell you that why don't you say how was it like what, that's so you know what I mean so what. Yeah, but it's just like she she knows I've like, communicated with her too. Like you crush my dreams like all the time, and then like even I might have said this last week. I'm not sure on my on my show, but um, a week or two ago I called her and I was like, Mom, I'm about to I'm gonna take I'm looking into acting classes for for January. Like I want to sign up. That there's a new um, program that starts in January, and and I was like, you know, I was just telling her about it because. <clears throat> I'm like, I knew it was expensive, but Jesus Christ, I didn't know it was as expensive as it is. Yeah. And <clears throat> instead of anything else, her first comment was, aren't you a little old to be taking acting classes? Damn. And I'm it just like, karate, right. And I'm like, I mean, even if it was karate, like it, whatever. I wanted to, I was like trying to, <laughs> I was trying to remember that meme that's like, you know, Oprah something something at age whatever, Michael Jordan at age, you know, like the shit that says like basically everybody right. started late and they they're, they're lit as fuck. I couldn't remember a single person on the meme or what age or what they Donald did. So Trump didn't become a politician until he was seventy four. See, damn, he's that old. So he's seventy five now, seventy six. He's, he's old as fuck and shitty. Yeah, um, but so yeah, so I'm just saying like I think that's a big part of it, and I think even with like 
And like, let's add on top of that, I'm already, I've been socially awkward and I don't know if part of that comes from just figuring everyone doesn't understand me and just shutting down automatically and whatever. But um, I'm really like excited about just even I realizing mean, this. So all y'all motherfuckers I, That is though, all like, twitch about you, that's like, all super weird like, and then. I'm around people, I make like my money and my life off of being in front of people, but I don't really fuck with people like that I don't fuck with it's, No, but yeah, it's really yeah, strange, you know, honestly. All of my friends who have fame about them, it's like very much like a, they're better at quiet. Like yeah. They're like just away from certain things. Or like just in a small group of their real friends, yeah. then they could yeah. be the, the clown and, yep. and the star and they cut up and everything's great. But when you're in like Alex, like he's very much that way. It's like, you know. This Alex? Like, yeah, famous oh. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the podcast nigga. Uh -huh. uh, like, the pod whore. Yeah, the pod whore. <laughs> um, you get him around folks and he's like, oh, you know, I'm all like reckless with name. Like, you hear this nigga behind the camera and there's always like the chuckling, the laughing. You know what? That's so this fucking real. Like, he needs. On set and he's like, oh, I got this angle and I'm doing your sound, but I also got the hose coming. I'm like, God damn, like, you really. <laughs> but when we be out with him, he just be quiet, chilling, low key as fuck. He's just part of the building, gets the fuck out. Don't even wave at nobody. Like he on here, he hugging bottle girls. I don't even know how they got bottle girls in the studio, but this nigga is different, different. Then got the nerve to get mad at me for not hitting him up while I'm in Europe to go see him while he's in jail. He that it's like you ain't come to visit me. I was like, nigga, first off, he wasn't, he was in a Swedish jail. A Swedish jail is a spot. No, a Swedish jail is a spot. I'm sorry, I don't mean to derail, but a Swedish no, let's jail derail. is a spot. Yeah. This nigga had yogurt milk for breakfast. <laughs> they gave him slippers and a robe in the cell. The toilet seat had padding on it. There was carpet in the bathroom. That was the worst part of it. Is that there was carpet? It in the did. Bathroom. Uh -huh. It's about me. <laughs> and now Alex wanted to talk. That's the only thing he negated, though. That's everything else. <laughs> there was carpet in the bathroom. There were everything else is part of the story. Like there was not padded toilet. I did hard time, nigga, and the toilet seat was the hardest part of it. My dad had a padded toilet growing up in his personal bathroom. The soft toilet, the grandma. I hated that seats. shit. It feels weird because your ass and it was blue it was a blue toilet with a blue yeah, seat but i gotta drag myself out the bathroom like beatrice kiddo and kill bill when she escaped from the hospital and i'm just there with my legs dead behind me like rick james when he got stomped out for stepping on eddie murphy's couch and i'm just taking my legs but like it's hard to do and you can't you have the most your... specific um references yeah I in my reps. okay i'm like the jill scott of this shit so, and then you can't lift your your ass cheek all the way because your leg is asleep and you can't quite get the leverage to what's up. So yeah. now you lean it forward and then we try to get behind you. Right. Then you also got to go front to back because you can't wipe back to front because that's nasty. That's disgusting. And it's just, huh? <laughs> exactly. So okay. that's what I was thinking. Okay, cool. So yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so all in all, I'm excited to go to my next therapy session to kind of unpack what that has done to me and if yeah, a lot of my other yeah okay. and to see if a lot of other scenarios kind of stem from exactly that and my interaction with men you know carol like my best friend carol who i always reference we were talking about it too i know carol i know but i feel like i, I don't know why i do that on my show yeah i don't know why i do that every time too i say carol i'm like oh my best friend if you guys don't i don't know why i do that i don't know why all right we're gonna just say carol from now on um, ain't paid to be a part of this shit. <laughs> so, um, Carol and I were talking about it, and she said, too, you know, she was like, you're, with men, like, a lot of times, you just kind of figure they're not going to know you. They're not going to figure it out. So you just kind of, like, have sex early and just kind of say, fuck it. Like, this will be the part of me that that's they know. That's when Carol's ass sobered up. That's when she just had her, that's when her epiphany came. Oh, this came, like, the next day, because we, oh, okay. we, this was post-high. Carol yeah. was actually this whole time. And then she wanted to pop in for that. I feel like that's what happens with men also. It's like, little, he made Little John talk on Chappelle. And all of a sudden, it feels like a rose scallop. He's like, well, Marissa, I feel like that might be a lot of people. Like, what the fuck are you yeah. from? He was just asleep in the driver's seat. She, she, but then, then we had it. So then, um, so at work, at hot, not at work anymore, but at hot. Um, that's true. So, oh shit, I hope I didn't just flick the mic. So last year, can you hear me good still though? Yeah. Okay. So last year, um, 
I had gotten into a weird interaction with a girl that worked there. Um, and it, what, it had nothing to do with her. I don't want to like go into full detail and right, just no, make no, it a whole not, thing. But in this, so I had made faces, and in this, and I didn't know I was making faces. I, I oh, my emotions always read on my face, and I don't and want these were them still to responses to something else. To they something weren't, else that weren't, weren't to her, but she thought it was directed to her. And so afterwards, I, I thought I played it great. I'm thinking everything's all gravy. And the next morning, another girlfriend of mine that worked there was like, yo, she hit me up and was like, what the fuck was Marissa's problem? Like, why was Marissa looking like that? What is her issue with me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh no, like I super didn't mean it for her. <laughs> like, right. I feel horrible because, you know, it was, it was um, she was getting good news. And so it just looked like I was raining on her was parade. Yeah, yeah, and exactly, completely easy to misconstrue. So I understood it, and then I was just so bummed though, because I'm like, fuck, that was completely like, I really like this girl. So I DM'd her at first, then I realized like it might take a while for her to see it, because I didn't have her number. So I was like, I'm gonna just go back to the station and apologize in person, like like a man, like or like a woman, or like you know. So I was like, that's the best way to do it, because I'm I'm legitimately sorry, because I don't want her to think that it was an issue. I really have no problem with her. So. I, I went to the station, I saw her, and I told her straight up, I was like, yo, this is the situation, this is my backstory with that person that my faces were for. Um, I completely understand how you thought it was for you. I'm really, truly sorry. Like, I'm legitimately happy for you, and I want you to know that. And, like, again, I, I really you know like you. Yeah, and, like, I'm, I and I'm, I'm, I don't have to apologize necessarily because I didn't do anything wrong, but, like, as, as, as the, it, it's the right thing to do. So, and she was like, oh, I had no idea, like, of that backstory or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just wanted you to know that because I really want you to understand, like, it had nothing to do with you. And again, I'm sorry. Yeah, and she was like, all right, cool. So then I ran into her at Summer Jam and she gives me a death stare. But I'm just like, okay, Summer Jam's high pressure, high crazy situation for everybody. I'm like, you know, maybe. Well, she just shit it on <laughs> so I'm like, you know, maybe that's if I just caught her at a bad moment. I'm going to just keep it moving. Right. So then I saw her at Hot the other day, and I was like, hey, girl, as we're walking past in the hallway. And she rolled her eyes so hard, she almost fell over and was just like, hey, and like kept walking. And Carol turned to me like, what the hell is that? Like, what's your problem? I was like, bruh. And I was like, that's the girl I told you about from last year that I apologized to. And she's like, so what is she still mad at? I'm like, I don't fucking know, bro. And I was just so irritated by it because it's like at that point, you're choosing to be mad. Like you want to be not liking me or whatever. So and, you've clarified. Exactly. You've and there's the, like, there, you know what I mean? And, and you could not like me just off the strength now, but like you don't have to be rude about it anymore. Like you can still just say hi and keep it pushing and then just not... Right, you know, not yeah, not fraternize with me yeah. or whatever the hell, but you don't have to be like disrespectful. That's that's literally not cool. And so, um, rightfully so, like I, sh I shouldn't have done it, but in the moment I was just venting and I took to Twitter and I said, there's a girl who last year I had a misunderstanding with and I explained fully the scenario to her and I apologized or whatever. And a year later, she still gives me death stares and I ended my tweet with, fuck you, bitch. Now, me personally, Knowing me, you know I don't mean it like, fuck you, bitch, what's up? I mean it like, well, fuck you then, shit. Like, I'm not trying to, I don't fight, and that's not me trying to be, oh, I'm trying to fight or whatever, or, or this, and this isn't me right now trying to back down because someone saw it, or I legitimately, like, I'm not going to fight. I, I'm a pussy. I, I would never fight. Like, that's not what the point right, was. Right, that's not what you're there for. Um, and so me and Carol were talking about it after this revelation too. Oh, by the way, so then she um, doesn't follow me and I don't know who she told about the story because I didn't really, no one really knows about it except like Carol and now you and whatever. Um, and but else Well, now, yeah. Yes. But in the moment, someone told her like, oh, Marissa tweeted this or whatever. So then she goes, retweets the comment and says, oh, I'm praying you keep the same energy when you see me or whatever. And I just thought that was weak too though because it's like, yeah, so now I don't know if you were scrolling my timeline looking to see if I said anything or someone, mutual friend is a messy person or right. whatever or you just got listeners who are or she has people who are or, or yeah yeah so then but like even that the retweet thing was just like you you're showing out for whomever I, I know personally she's friends with at least one person that doesn't fuck with me including the person that my looks were for mm -hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised if they're sitting there gassing her like oh yeah Marissa is she 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 always got funny looking faces on and whatever 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 and shit like that or whatever but so all this to bring it back to the original point. So Carol and I were like dissecting it the next day after um, I had had my revelation and everything too. And I was like, not for nothing. I legitimately didn't think she would see it. It was literally me just venting. I was like, but in the back of my mind, I do think part of me thought like, well, if she does see it, she'll see how frustrated I am that I really legitimately do just want it to be cool or whatever. Not really, like again, not thinking about it or whatever. And it's just again, like 
it's my delivery that makes me misunderstood a lot of times too. Like, uh, fuck you, bitch, is gonna be interpreted 99% right, of the time in one way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like, so understandably, but then Carol broke it down in a really great way. She was like, look, first of all, you're socially awkward. So you already go into rooms sometimes and don't say hi to every single person or whatever because you just assume they're not gonna say hi back or right. you're nervous of the interaction, how awkward it's gonna get or whatever, whatever. So she was like, that adds to people not liking you. She was like, then you gotta think about it. You were raised in a predominantly white home and in black and Hispanic homes, we're taught to go greet every single person. Right. When we you walk into somebody, a room, yeah. you speak to every single person. You speak when spoken to and if nothing else, you speak first. Exactly. Yeah. So she was like, a lot of people take that as a huge disrespect. And she was like, and especially in entertainment where it's a, you have to make it a point to cover the room. Exactly. First. And she was like, and your face is like, even when you're singing about some other stuff and you don't mean it toward whoever is talking, like it re everything reads on your face. Like you, you just make you some crazy no ass face. faces. Yeah. So she was like, because specifically it's two people at Hot that I've had problems with throughout the years or whatever. And I mean, now it's third person, but um, she was like, it could really be like those two people just felt like you had, you acted funny with them. And she was like, it could just, it's a cultural thing. It's socially awkward. She's like, they're also mean girls. So there's that too. Yeah. I'm going to stop eating my breadstick for a second because we're going to take a moment to pay the bills. As you guys know, my best friend Carol has been busy planning her wedding and she's driving me slightly insane. Although it's a lot easier because I'm in California and she's not. <laughs> but I did find something that's actually helped everybody out and it's Zola. It's helped 500,000 couples out so far who are planning their wedding, and now Carol and Carlos are one of them. Um, it takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites and your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and easy to use planning tools. It can, you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place, and it saves a lot of time. There's over a hundred beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple styles and every type of wedding. It makes it super easy to personalize your favorite design with all your wedding details. You can add photos, you can add stories, you can add travel accommodations and info, literally everything. FAQs for all types of stuff and you know your friends are asking you some annoying ass questions. You can fill that all out and you won't have to answer them anymore. And you can put a registry on there as well so that all the guests can buy you the stuff that you are looking to have. So if you want to be a part of this, go to Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com and sign up. There's 500 top brands on there for, for you to put on your registry. Um, it really just really makes everything a lot easier. You can register for gift cards, for stuff like Delta, Southwest, Hulu. So you could go on your trip, you could watch Hulu while you're on your trip, on your honeymoon. Um, and if you want a discount, because that's what I'm here for y'all, you could put in the code ZOLAX at sign up and you will get a percentage off. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Jamal and I don't have a vagina. But if I did, I wouldn't want some weird plastic applicator with some chunk of cotton uh, pulled from a mattress stuffed up my hoo-ha. Okay. I just couldn't go for it. Same. I'd go all organic, baby, because that's how I'm living. I'm trying to live better. I'm eating right. I'm going to the gym. I'm not going to mess all that up by putting something inside of me that's going to give me TSS, because that's backwards. It is. So what I would do, if I had a vagina, hypothetically speaking. And I do, and I do this. Okay, I would go to mylola.com. That's not M-Y. because <laughs> that's what I was going to say, because I'm a man, baby. But I'm correcting it for you. This is real life. MyLola.com. M-Y-L-O-L-A.com. Now, this is all organic, all natural products. It's a monthly subscription. You can get everything from your tampons to your hands-ons. That's what I call condoms. Okay. Um, okay. If you ain't up on the slang, that's fine. Um, also, lubricant. And lubricant. Okay. Which I used last night. Thank you, Lola. <laughs> So everything Hello. you need to get from to be bleeding or beaten, you can get it all at mylola.com. <laughs> you can get everything for your freaking and your You're leaking! And your leaking. Your freaking and your leaking. <laughs> so go to mylola.com. They got everything for your freaking and leaking. Uh, and it's all healthy and natural. It's all healthy, it's all natural, it's all organic. Hashtag freaking and leaking, and you can use the code Lola X, that's Lola EX, and you better not be calling your ex when you get this My Lola subscription, though you could, because you know that's just one less thing that you don't have to worry about, so why not replace it with something that's a little bit problematic? MyLola.com. <laughs> Please take care of you. All right, now, none of us are our parents, our grandparents, so we feel real weird talking about vitamins. These ain't the supplements that you use through that come in the drugstore and you find them by the cookies and all the other stuff that you're not supposed to be having. So they make you feel healthy and they make you feel a terrible lifestyle. This is Take Care Of. It's takecareof.com. 
Now you take a little quiz, you find out what you need, what you're not getting, that you need to be getting, what you're trying to get, and they send it right to your door. Easy as that. You take a packet out every day, you take it, you drink some water, which means you can't drink it with the soda that's been sitting on the coffee table for the past five hours. Tell them that it has their name on it, Ma. All the packets have and their name I'm on it. I'm getting to the part about it being personalized. <laughs> it's personalized, so it's got your name on it, so you won't have to worry about your roommate taking your vitamins. So it's just that simple. You take a quiz, you fill out your address, hopefully you know that, and they send the vitamins right to your door with your name on them. You take them. I use them. I ain't had nothing that I couldn't get rid of, and I ain't got nothing that I ain't trying to get. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's because of the vitamins, but I'm saying it's quite possibly because of the vitamins. And you can get them yourself if you just go, take a quiz, go to takecareof.com. Not in that order, because that would be foolish. You probably go to takecareof.com first, then take the quiz, and fill out the code vitamin X. That's vitamin EX, like the person you're not supposed to be calling when you're taking your vitamins, because you're living a better life for 2019 and beyond. That's takecareof.com, use code vitamin X, Tell them Marissa sent you, but tell them Marissa sounded like me. Because she <laughs> so, I want to talk to y'all about matching. Because some people try to go overboard with the matching. I say wear what you did. Either you're going to like it, and everybody else going to hate it, or you're going to like it, and you're going to fuck with it a little bit. But you got the dress for you. But Alex is wearing a hype beast outfit that's a little bit too hype beasty, and it's just not working all the way. What? Alex got on all black, right? I look like he had dead presidents from the neck down, but look like he's in the circus from the neck up. Alex could not find a single black knit hat. And I just feel like we gotta look out for how people let them know that there's options out. Like, you can get a black hat from the drugstore for $3. I would have bought one myself had I known. I would have gone to Paragon Sports. Shout out to the good people of Paragon for the recent package that just dropped. You know I love you. He could have gotten something from the North Face. Also, shout out to the North Face. Can I just thank my sponsors for a minute? She getting vitamins and creams and shit for the BV and the other shit. I, well, I shout out to the sponsors to send me some clothes since I can't dress. Yeah, uh, shout that? out to the sponsors to send Alex clothes because yeah. he spent whatever amount of time in a Swedish jail. Can I talk about that? Yeah, you can talk about that. Uh, yeah, Alex was locked up in Club Med and said <laughs> he tried to call it prison. Alex came back 30 pounds heavier with a full beard and an R&B album. He thought he was going to tell us he was locked up. That whole bullshit, this nigga came back in an Ugg robe and a, a jacket made out of four different kinds of animals. And he was pissed off and had a Jewish guy. That's how I knew we lost Alex. And he had a Jewish comedian campaigning for him, saying we going to raise money. He's not Anytime. Jewish. He ain't Jewish. He's not Jewish. Andrew Schultz isn't Jewish. He's not Jewish. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, he's not Jewish. He's not Jewish. I thought he was, wow. Scottish. He's Scottish. Scottish. He runs like a Scottish man. Yeah, no, Andrew Schultz absolutely runs. That makes so much sense now. Huh. That's explains why he's always wearing plaid. I'm wearing plaid. And then my dad thought he was funny by telling me he has a scarf to match my pants today. My dad I'm sure every man over the age of 45 has a scarf to match those pants. This is my dad's hat that I stole too, an A&E hat. I can read. I mean, it's an A&E slash Nike. Yeah, I don't know if they like collaborated on these hats. Does your dad play golf with like you? <laughs> like, that's a pretty choice hat. Well, no, my cousin Jen works for A&E. And Nike? Or they just had it made by they Nike? They must have, yeah, I mean, just like this jacket says Def Jam, but it's a Hot 97 jacket. Yeah, but Def Jam pays Hot 97 to play all their... Exactly. No, no, I feel like... I, feel like <laughs> I don't think they specifically pay Hot 97. No, no, they specifically pay no, to get their... No, how it works is they pay for promo and different things. They don't directly just say, here, play my music. Here, we'll buy commercial space. Here, we'll invest money in this $10,000 giveaway from Dave East. That's how they pay. Here, hypothetically, I need to get this record above 300 spins, and it's still $10,000 a spin, right? No. That's not how it works. Nope, that's not how it works. I don't even know what you're talking no, about. No, neither do I. No, so. nobody knows anything. So back to what you were saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's really it. So it's just a bunch of being misunderstood a lot, and I get frustrated, and then I think that's been like the thing in my career too. You're is also very anti-politic, which is uh, oh, it's a tough position to be in. Like that if, you're, is. if you don't have like everybody has some element of it. I'm admittedly better at it than most, um, but I'm also very honest about who I do and don't fuck with. But you have almost zero 
political acumen, and that's not that's to no detriment. Yeah. But no. you're you wear it clearly on your face, like if you're not fucking with some shit, you're not fucking with some shit, and you don't you do not dress anything up at all, and you don't play like the like we've gone to shit before where I've like had to essentially like usher you through the room, and I was like, look. You just play the side. I'll <laughs> hold hands, say what's up to people, and like yeah. do the smile. And like I've seen you cringe when we left. Like your your body's like shiver. So like it's it's difficult to have that and yeah. to be public facing. Yeah, it's a very tough. Spot so to I be picked in. a st- stupid fucking career to I be mean, this type of personality. Have done better with history in fourth grade. I probably and should then you have. Could be in a position where like you wouldn't have you be like a librarian. We don't have to. Farquad just got my brother just got accepted into Rutgers. I don't I know. I don't know why I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Farquad, he went to community college for two years and then kind of took a break. And now he just got accepted into Rutgers for his bachelor's to be a history teacher. That's awesome. With a specific study in Eastern Asian culture. Okay. We could not be any more different. Wow. Because he really, he wants to study like Japan and like shit like that. Girlfriend engaging in physical touch like you. And I'm just here getting high and having breakthroughs in my social awkwardness. I don't. And then I was telling my family today, oh, we need new blood, like new babies, because we're all old and it's getting boring. And they all looked at me like, well, bitch, that's you. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm older by everyone by six years. And then after him, it's still another five years of right, kids yeah, under yeah, them. Everybody else is so really we're way, ab- I'm way above. So, I mean, yeah, I can't find a man. But okay. maybe with therapy, I'm on the road. Right, to as find you get to know you, you can get in a place where it's easier for you to know or you can get to know others in a more fulfilling way. Exactly. And just have better interactions. Although, on the syllabus that Joyce prepared for us this week, the first thing that it said under my name was Saw Old Boo. And I was like, wow, thanks, Joyce, for adding that. I did. Where did you see Old Boo? Didn't you see it on my Finsta? Oh, yes, I did see Old Boo. The the three texts that was like, hey, where you at? Wake up. Yeah. And then, um,. That was cool, but I don't think that's going to be anything. Can I get access to the Finsta yet? Oh my god, yes! Well, you were in jail, I think, when I was really like bumping and grinding on the Finsta, wow. so... I have one too. You do? Yeah. What do you... You got a Finsta? Since you, you told me about you it. You know somebody. Yeah, yeah, since you told me about it, then I made one. Okay, well, let me show you mine. I changed the name um, about a month ago because... You probably shouldn't show your Finsta on camera. That's I'm not showing it on camera. I'm passing it over to Alex. So I changed the name about a month ago because someone told Rosenberg about it, which is fine because I tell Rosenberg all my random shit, but I don't think he like grasped that it's like super private and literally only like 25 people on it and like not for public. Who's and like fucking up the idea of a Finsta by telling somebody about your well, Finsta? Even the person I assume said it because he didn't say anything or whatever. Right. Like also she knows that these are my, those are my really good friends. So I think she figured they were also on my Finsta gotcha. and was okay. just like chatting about it. And then Rosenberg hit me like, what are you doing? You gotta figure out what you're doing with your life and your career. You can't have a page like that. And I'm like, yo, I literally have a page like that so that I don't put any dumb shit on my regular, like, cause I have, I want to all the time. I just love telling my whole life story all the time, which gets me in trouble a lot. And that's a big reason of why I get in certain situations. But um, (laughs) like huge part of it. Yeah, I know. Hadn't heard. <laughs> so I, this Finsta, like I literally put on there one day, like this is literally like my safe and happy place. Like it just, I get out my urge to just show whatever the fuck I want. And I was, right. I was just saying the other day too, like when I do get in a relationship, 98% of my relationship posts are gonna be on my Finsta and my Instagram timeline's gonna get one every like four fucking months because I don't need to just be fucking playing myself. Here, pass this over to Alex so he can add it. You should you should make a Finsta too. I would love to see the type of fuck shit you would put on. I mean, on you Finsta. see the shit that goes on my regular Instagram. Fuck am I gonna put on my Finsta? I mean, you could go crazy. I don't know. You could put. Didn't you say you met some young chick that you're not gonna deal with because she's young? But you could put a picture of her on your Finsta, and say, "Hey, I met this girl." And we could all be like, "Damn, she is cute, but too young." While well, keep it moving, you know? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck are college seniors even doing in bars anyway? I mean, that's... I get it. They're drinking. But no, you didn't have to end. That was a rhetorical okay, question. Okay, sorry. On my side. I'm with you. I, I, you I support you. You are the worst friend ever. I'm going to post that on my Finsta, how you're the worst friend ever. <laughs> that's fine. See, but like... You're not actually the worst friend. Okay, I feel bad now. Wait a... I mean, I'll take that title proudly because I know I'm not, so I feel better about that. But like, Finsta is more than just like 
I mean, I know I post 90% of like my sexual it's things, no, but it is. To, yeah, you get to I thought about it. I was like, how do I tell people about it? Like, I guess I could just. I mean, like I said, I only, I literally only have 23 followers. Now I'm going to be 24, and yeah. it's only my closest friends. And it makes it easier because then I don't have to text individually each friend. Like, girl, guess who I just saw? Y'all all see right. it on my Finsta. It's all set. We're good to go. Yeah, I post whatever. I make fun of people to their face. I post. There's uh, one guy at my job uh, who's my head of international marketing, um, and he was wearing Chelsea boots in the office. What is a Chelsea boot? It's a brunch boot. It's the boot with the wingtip and the elastic on the side. You've seen it before. I'll show you a picture. Wing? Oh, oh, oh. Like no, a, literally like a wing? No, not a wing. Oh, I'm thinking it's of a, a sneaker. Boot. It's a Chelsea boot. You okay. Know? But he was wearing those in the office because it was raining, so those were his galoshes. He's a sh short Italian guy. Now I have to say, golly, I'm golly, looking at my galoshes. Look at my galoshes. Golly, I'm look at my galoshes. Gucci gold, platinum black galoshes from Palabos, ghostwriting for collages. assholes. What? Collages. Somebody, what did I, what? Platinum plaque collages. What did I say? Black and black collages. No, that's not what I said. Golly, I'm golly, look at my galoshes. Gucci gold, platinum black collages from Palabos, ghostwriting for assholes. From Palabos. He's got platinum plaque collages from his Palabos. From Collabos. I always said Palabos. I thought it was a store. What the fuck is a Palabos? I don't know. I just thought it was a you store. Just thought he had... Oh, those are the brunch boots. Those, yes, those are absolutely brunch boots. Rory so wears those. those. Rory yeah. wears those. And I, <laughs> and I posted them on my Instagram story, and then another coworker showed up. He's like, brunch boots, and I gotta get you. I was like, wait, wait, you wait. Can try. From, wait. Somebody else saw it and told him. Golly, I'm gully. No, I gotta go back to the lyrics. Oh. Golly, I'm gully. Look at my galoshes. <laughs> Gucci gold, platinum plaque collages from Collabos. Ghostwriting for assholes. Wanna use my brain to get killer mad? Oh. Yeah, he's writing for. I mean, I knew that part, but everything before it, I just thought he was just talking about just random shoes from a store. Whoa. You think you know lyrics, and then you find out something completely different. Only there was a website or an app. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, it's like you don't know you're wrong, so you're not going to go investigate because you think you're right the whole time, so you don't have anything to investigate. But for someone who raps songs word for word, it seems like it would be... Well, here's the other thing. This was all when I was in ninth, 10th grade, when I wouldn't have understood even if no. I understood. Okay. Okay. And so it's like, now it's just kind of happy. I mean, like, I do fi find now, I'll listen to an older song and be like, oh shit, I get it. And like, I it's not that I didn't get it before, but I never cared or thought about gotcha. it. Okay. So now everything kind of clicks more. That one specifically, I guess it's just kind of like, you know when you get to the ABCs, the LMNOP part, and you just kind of roll through it, this is LMNOP? <laughs> that was kind of my LMNOP. I was just kind of rolling. I didn't really, you know what I mean? So now I get it. Wow. Shout out to Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. There was a Dipset event on Friday that I missed. And one on Thursday I was supposed to go to, they had the screening. Well, Friday was also like the Under big the bus, snow. Yeah. yeah. And or fucking, the yeah, the, no, it was the big snow, Thursday. Yeah, so Friday would be the Well, no, I was saying Thursday snow. they had another event that I didn't oh, go to yeah, either. Thursday, okay. That got um, postponed. But Thursday I had a hair appointment at Woodbridge Mall for 2 p.m., got done at 6 waited at like 30 minutes just to like let the snow finish because my app had said it was going to stop snowing at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. Realized it doesn't matter, I should just start getting fucking home because I'm bored. Yep. And so I started driving. It took me an hour and a half from Woodbridge to Newark, which would usually be a 20-minute drive max. And where is she live? Carol lives in Lyndhurst. So this, oh, was, this wasn't even halfway. Oh, no, no, I was going to... <laughs> I was going to Carol's house. So it took me an hour and a half just to get into Newark. And then Newark was completely gridlocked because they closed every major highway in and out of the city. So I literally sat in the same spot from 8.30 to 11.30 p.m. I know, I watched your Instagram story. I wanted to fucking kill my myself. With a robe on. It was crazy. And I had no brush. My dad didn't have a brush in the car because we didn't really know that there was a big snow coming. So I couldn't brush off the windshield. I had to, he had like one of those big blankets that you move stuff with. And so I had to use that and like push the snow off his windshield, but I didn't push any of it off the roof of the car because I can't even reach the roof of the car. I figured that would suffice. And so I started driving. And then as I'm 
like just on the way into Newark, um, all the snow fell from the top of the car. It just started sliding down, but like in small chunks. So first it was like midway. So I'm like it's looking like over, looking. yeah, and I'm like looking over it, and then it just all fell onto it, and I literally couldn't see out of my windshield anymore. And I was like, oh, this is bad. And I was in the left lane, and so I had to get over to the right and then to the the side or whatever. Yeah, the, and I kind of, but luckily it was like we were just in a regular residential street at that point because I was already in the city. So I just kind of just winged it and prayed to God that there was no one behind me. Luckily there was not. Yeah, so then I did that, got all that off, again with the blanket, just pushed it, broke a nail in the process, which is why I'm one nail less. And then um, I start driving again, but there was a little bit of snow still on the windshield wipers themselves, so the windshield wipers weren't working, and it was raining slash snowing, so that was a little bit difficult. So then I pulled over again, try to get that snow off and I was like, all right, we're, we're good to go. And I got in the car and the windshield wipers were just like, no, we're just not working. Like that's, that's just, it's just it. So that was, that was problematic. And yeah, all that shit was gone Friday. And they worked again on Friday too, the wipers. So at least, at least Glenn wouldn't spaz out on me for breaking his car, but it was a nightmare. But he would spaz out on you for breaking Possibly. Well, he just asked me why I'm walking around with one broken nail. My dad's very big on hygiene and stuff, he's and like, yeah, he's very, very. He was. Having one nail to me is dirty. Yeah, but it's not cute. Yeah, my he was actually telling me today how he'll never find Sarah Jessica Parker or Julia Roberts attractive, um, because in the '90s they were both into like growing out arm hair in like rebellion or something. Well, Julia Roberts specifically said, I just didn't have time. Arm and hair? yeah, under him hair, yeah. And my dad, so my dad was telling me the story today. He was like, yeah, you know, she said that she just didn't have time to shave it. And I'm like, a fuck and a you, okay, gross. And I'm like, what dad? Like, why are you so angry about her choice to not shave her arms? So that's Glenn. He is a strange human being, he is. He is. This is right after he finished telling me that my great-great-grandfather was like a fucking boss Don kingpin in Puerto Rico and owned all the movie theaters in the entire island and that his wife, my grandmother, we ordered food and no one told me? Yeah, yeah, I was told Oh, is any of them, is any of them, yes, there is potato skins. So my, my great-great-grandmother, his wife, would play the piano for some of the movie theaters and then... But there's no there's no pork on it. What happens? Oh, I would bring a side of bacon for the potato skins, please. She wants. Yeah, thank you. And um, so then their kid, well, one of their kids, and then her husband, I guess. Um, then they moved to Perth Amboy, New Jersey, which is predominantly Hispanic now in 2018. But way back in the whatever they came so in. So this episode is getting released this year, since you said now in 2018. Yes. You know, like, okay. Yes. Oh, like you went out of your way to date stamp it. <laughs> like Today, Sunday, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, so then in the 30s, when they moved to Perth Amboy, they specifically moved there because there was not a single Hispanic person in the phone book in that city. So that because they didn't want my great-great-great-grandparents to find them because they were kind of just like running away and shit. Um, so they became the first Hispanic people in the city of Perth Amboy, New Jersey, which like I said, now is predominantly Hispanic, which is crazy. Um, but all that to say, all this really dope history in our Puerto Rican side of our family, and my father does talk like Alicia Silverstone, so. Yeah, really, uh, I'm sure our relatives and ancestors are proud. He's the dream. Living it. Nice. With the ultimate dad jeans. Did you see my story yesterday with the jeans he was wearing? No, I didn't. Bad. they magical. Oh my God, it was really, really, yeah, yep. Some old Navy specials. Really bad, really bad. It was so fucking bad. So um, that's what Glenn is. Can we take a break to eat? Because I really want to eat this, but I don't. I mean, I feel like we could rap, right? Did we talk a long time? No, but I feel like you had questions for me, right? Did, did you have questions? You have questions. Brittany Renner. Oh, I, oh man. Ooh. Um, let me bring up my Brittany Renner document. You you wrote down questions to ask no, I me? I look at her Instagram. And oh. <laughs> um. Is she seeing anybody? Is Brittany seeing anyone? Can you talk about that? She met someone that she really liked, but he's dealing with depression and she doesn't know how to like, what to do, because he's kind of pushing her away, but she really wants to support him. Put the pussy in his face. Doesn't help. She's a special brand of, she's also crazy though, but the crazy kind of. She's really not though, but she just wants, like she, she just, just knows how to, crazy. yeah. That's like super not her in real she's, life. I don't know. 
seems like she'd be cool as fuck. Like she'd give you head and go pick up the pizza from downstairs. She is that kind of person. She's really cool. I was really glad that Van asked me to be a part of that podcast with her. Um, I accidentally text her my number and a picture of me and be like, I like him for you. I don't know how accidental that would be. I mean, just, you know, see how it works out. I don't know. Maybe you should just, just, I feel like you should just move to LA and come hang out with us. I can do that. Um, I want to know, like, I suck a mean titty. That's all I want her to, like, if she could, if you just tell her that part. She'd be like. Why are you sexualizing her, Jamal? Mm. Mm. Valid. Wow. Mm -hmm. I also care about what she has to say. Did you read her book? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Waste that Amazon Prime delivery on her. Oh. It's not a waste. I'm kidding. I no, wouldn't. I didn't feel like that was, but you did remind me I do tonight have to order my dog a tuxedo to arrive in time for, for Thanksgiving. That is actually the whitest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> no, but I want Nova to dress up and look like really cute for everyone. No, no, no. That's the whitest thing you've ever seen. This is what Alex's hand looks like, guys, just so you guys know. And um, and because <laughs> we're here, I, I want everyone to follow my dog on Instagram. It's guapdog4000. Isn't that guap? It is guapdog, but I'm stealing him, so he's my dog now. I've invested at least $160 in him, so it's mine now. I don't think that's how it works. It is how it works. because if I babysit, that's not my baby now. Guap like, has not come. I have been dog. in New York for five days now. Right. I've spoken to Guap in between time about this record that he's working on and stuff. Not one time has he said, where is Nova while you're in New York? He's in L.A. where Nova is. Oh, he has okay, not that's... asked where Nova is or cared. I Can still... I have another this? Can, oh, can you not? I don't know. Okay. We are too. We're done now. We're getting yelled out. I'm just paying attention to their conversation. This is where eavesdropping. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't think that's your dog. It is my dog. All right, well, congratulations on the dog. Thank you. Uh, I showed my whole family pictures today. He's like my child. I hope the tuxedo comes in time. You should probably order it now. I'm gonna. Oh, you want to sign off or? Um, yes. Email. Oh, there we had an email. Oh, we do have a family. Yeah. It's been so far removed. I'm gonna drink your water, nigga. You ain't hydrating the way you should be. Where is the thing that Joy sent us? Um. Oh, she did put some good stuff on here. Rest in peace to Kim Porter. Yes, that's. And so I'm spitting on everything. No, I'm serious. That is the most devastating news that and it's like I've never met her, but I felt so personally affected by that death. It's just like a young black woman like and and they always they say too, like black women, black people in general get ignored with like, you know, illnesses and stuff. Black women die so often in childbirth. This is a weird turn to take to close out an episode. I know, but but I think as black people, we tend not to take healthcare so terribly seriously. And I think the availability of healthcare causes us to be a little bit worried about the costs associated. Pneumonia is a very easy thing to write off as just being like, oh, it'll be better. As someone who had a near fatal bout with pneumonia. So did my former like, co-host Franny. He like did too. You, I, it's very easy to just say, oh, it'll get better, to take over-the-counter medication, to assume that you're just, like, that it's just, like, sickness, like, kind of beating your ass, but it's going to pass if you mm-hmm. rest and hydrate and do all the shit you're supposed to do and take some meds, and it doesn't. It's progressively worse. It fills your lungs with fluid. I had bilateral walking pneumonia, and it's a very easy thing to miss. Not a very easy thing to miss, but it's a very easy thing to misdiagnose. Mm-hmm. And literally, when I went into the hospital, the doctor told my mother and like told my family, like, had he not come in today, I went, no, 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 Thursday, either Thursday or Friday, I forget. But they said, had he not come in today, had he waited until after the weekend, he wouldn't have made it through the weekend. And it's literally what happened to Francois. That is so insane. It's, like, it's a yeah. very easy, so like, it's so treatable. It's such a tragic, tragic loss and truly rest in peace to Kim. And, and my heart goes out to all everybody, Quincy and Puff and Christian and Justin right the and the twins. Yeah. Beautiful baby girls, like, like for the family to be on such a high, I mean, a constant high, but like to be in the rhythm that they were in, to be at the cadence that they were in just for 
life going so well and so beyond devastating it is. for something like this. And yeah. our condolences are with the entire family. Well, that was a damper. That sucks. That was rough. Um, this email's long. I'm going to read it next week. I don't, right, I, so I don't have the mental time. capacity to deal with it. Um, thank you guys. M-E-I-A-Podcast at gmail.com. I promise I will actually read your email. Um, and She's trying to make them less than five pages. No, but this one she even said, you don't have to read it online. It's really more just like some um, sharing her thoughts on a few of the topics that have happened in the last couple okay. weeks or whatever. Um, but we will go over it next week. Um, but Marissa Explains on Instagram and Twitter. And the YouTube URL, URL is slash Marissa Mendez. And there's fun stuff to see on there. So. And I'm at Jamal Jamo on Instagram and Twitter. You got it? Oh, I did. I did. I tracked down Jamal Jamo and I beat that nigga into submission. Where what did you really do? I asked a friend at Twitter and they got me the name. You real. It was it sounds a little bit better the other way that I said. You sound it. pompous as hell though I asked a friend at Twitter and they got me the name. That's why I said I beat somebody down. You couldn't let me tell my let me live my truth according to how I kinda feel like it might be. Anyway, Next time, guys. Bye, y'all. Oh, and if anybody needs video, at Alex Media, that's Alex with two X's because that nigga's nasty. And his, and his Finsta is Pod Whore. And pod Whore underscore 69. 6969, <laughs> 269, 269. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Take nasty 69. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>